Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, and welcome to Monergy Life. I have the pleasure of welcoming uh, a wonderful guest tonight, Donna Davidge. Donna, are you with us? Robert. How are you this evening? I'm great. How are you this evening? I'm also great. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I guess we're both great. <laughs> Uh, Donna is a New York City yoga teacher as well as a co-founder of the Sewell House Yoga Retreat in what I am assuming is a pristine and wonderful part of Maine, Island Falls. Yeah. And Donna is actually joining us from Maine this evening. Yes, I am. How was your day in Maine today, Donna? Oh, it was pretty beautiful. We did some yoga this morning, and then we went and spent some time on the lake this afternoon, and that's been wonderful. And then I'm here talking to you, so it's been a pretty lovely day in Maine. And in between that, we ate some wonderful food, too, because we have a really lovely organic chef, organic food chef this summer, so it's been a good day. So how long have you been involved with Kundalini Yoga? I have been involved with Kundalini Yoga for about 26 years. I started approximately mid-80s, about in 1985. Now, when you got involved with Kundalini Yoga, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and suggest that it was not too well known. I would think that and really at that time, at that time, yes, Kundalini Yoga was not too well known and I think yoga was not too well known I think it's really changed in general in the last 10 to 15 years I would have had no idea that yoga itself would become kind of a household name so yeah Kundalini Yoga was as a matter of fact I think when I started it which was in New York City that a lot of people did it because it was there they found it and I think it's even still that way today you right. and I talked about that. It's a little under the radar, as you said, yeah. Yes, it's almost as if the people who need to find it do find it. I think that's and, well put, yeah. And mm-hmm. and perhaps that's one of the reasons that I wanted you on the show, so that mm-hmm. it might reach people who are ready to embrace Kundalini Yoga. Well, I hope so, because I do think that I've been, I have taught tens and thousands of classes by now, and it's just so interesting all the... You and I are talking a little bit before the show, all the experiences that we get out of our interactions with people. So I've learned a lot from the students themselves as to what brings them to Kundalini Yoga and what it helps them do with their lives and in their lives. Right. For those listeners who are unfamiliar with this branch of yoga, I think it would be uh, very helpful for us to discuss what exactly is Kundalini Yoga. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay, well, Kundalini yoga is a form of yoga that in ancient times we believe that yoga itself is about 5,000 years ago, was only taught to people who were initiates and initiated into it, in other words, and handed down verbally. And in 1969, approximately, Yogi Bhajan, who came from the Punjab in India, um, a Sikh man, uh, came over to the United States at a time that a lot of young people were looking for something. They were looking for enlightenment. They were looking for answers. And... So this form of yoga, what is it? It's energy work, and it works very much with the chakras. It works very much with the idea that we have energy to balance in our body. We have old emotional things to release, and some people in yoga, many people in yoga even believe in the past lives, and just all these things inside our complicated system, mentally, physically, emotionally, and otherwise. So it works with the energies. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very interesting that uh, this branch of yoga came to the United States when there was a lot of turmoil in the 1960s, uh, and I believe that that this this individual you mentioned ended up in Berkeley or in California, where he gained some prominence. Yeah, Yogi Bhajan started out in California, and he went to Canada for a very brief time. I think he went there being told he was going to have a professorship or something like that. It fell through, and he ended up, you're right, in California, and really. He was a customs officer, and he saw all these American kids coming over, and he would say looking for God in all the wrong places, looking for spirituality, but they were all kind of drugged out, and they weren't getting it. They have to be they have to have their consciousness, their awareness clear. So he said, I'm right. going over there. And then he, <laughs> at 40 years old, he came over here, and he was a master of yoga, but I don't think he knew that was going to be his mission in life. It's a very interesting story. And and I discovered him a little later than that. By that time, he had his headquarters in New Mexico, where they still have the headquarters, so he passed away in 2004. Right. You know, I've taken Kundalini Yoga for several years, as you know, and I'm a big fan of it. I find that the, the benefits to the nervous system are just about amazing and incredible. And Kundalini Yoga, to me, seems so well-suited to the times we're living in right now, where people are very often assaulted electronically throughout the course of of their day. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have so much stimuli coming at us, and a lot of it is, you're absolutely right, Robert, from the electronic gadgets. So on one level, we don't know what that's even doing to us energetically. In other words, there's electromagnetic energy coming out of those things, and we have energy, so we don't know on that level. And our minds have never had to take on this kind of stimuli. We don't really know how it's affecting the brain, but we do know that our nervous systems seem to be very taxed, and most people, if you talk to them, will say, I'm so stressed, I'm so overwhelmed, and there's Absolutely. a high level yeah, high level of anxiety, and I think it's because a lot of people's nervous systems are shot, which, by the way, when I came to Kundalini Yoga, I that's what I was looking for. I wasn't looking to... Uh, be able to stand on my head or stretch my body or I was really yeah. looking to get calmer to heal my nervous system because I'd gone through some like we all have I've gone through some things in my life and I just thought I don't want to feel so frazzled anymore and absolutely um, yeah yeah you know so, I, I had a guest on last week who is a psychiatrist as well as an MD and we were talking before the show, and I said to her, I said, what percentage of the American population today do you think 
is on some kind of antidepressant or anti-anxiety medication. And I would have guessed perhaps 25 or 30 percent. She said you're right in the ballpark, which to yeah. me is an, it's an astounding figure that people need this type of medication to function in our society today. I think it's astounding, too. And what I want to say is, I think the other thing is, I don't mean, and I think this is important for people, I don't, and maybe you'll agree with me because you've done Kundalini, I don't think that we're going to say, oh, you're going to come to a Kundalini yoga class and, and practice this and all your anxiety will be gone. But I do think that it's a tool where people realize you don't have to, you don't have to medicate yourself. You can learn ways like breathing is the most powerful tool, which I'm sure you've experienced in class, right, Robert? Because Absolutely. we do such powerful breathing. And in some forms mm-hmm. of yoga, they don't emphasize the breath or they don't introduce it till later. Well, Yogi Bhajan, I think that's kind of the most important part of Kundalini almost, though the whole thing is important. We use mantra, we use movement, we use static mm-hmm. holding and all sorts of stuff. But right. the main thing is, I, I I do think it's astounding. And, and I mentioned to you earlier today, and we were talking about the show, that a couple of years ago, a young lady said to me up here in Maine, I'd, she lives in Bar Harbor, and she said, would you please do a teacher training? Well, there's lots of yoga teacher trainings these days. But she said, I really want to learn how to share this with my clients. I'm a crisis intervention social worker. Myself right. came off anti-anxiety pills using Kundalini Yoga. That's a pretty good testimony. Yeah. It sure is. Yeah. You know, it's it's not just for the breathing and for the emotional effects, but as I understand it, there's a real scientific basis to explain why Kundalini, Kundalini Yoga can have such impactful results. Yes. Care, can and we I, talk a little about that? Right. Well, the way that this system is put forth by Yogi Bhajan very specifically, we work on the glandular system. He called the glands the guardians to your health. And so it's really right. important that your glandular secretions are in balance so that your system is in balance. And when your system is in balance, the energy can flow. And when the energy is flowing properly, you not only do you have a feeling of well-being, but you have more energy, more clarity, and so those things are, I think you said earlier, it's interesting, a side effect, what a great side effect of doing this yoga is that you think a little more clearly. And, again, <laughs> Donna, I don't think I you're going to interrupt be you. I, I believe that's such an understatement when you say <laughs> you think a little bit clearer. clearer. And yeah. for those yeah. people listening, from my own personal experience, I've had unbelievable results in terms of clarity of thinking and um just a sense of peace of mind that comes, you know, with it, mm-hmm. with practicing oh, yes. Kundalini Yoga. And it doesn't, I'm, I'm not talking about doing it every day either, which, of no. course, you could do. But, you know, you have to try it and see what works for you and how often, you know, you feel good doing it. Oh, yeah. But, no, that's for sure. And that's a good point, too, because that's, I think, another thing with the yoga craze these days. Sometimes people are like, oh, I must do it every day. No, you don't. Absolutely I mean, not. I have some no. people say they take a one class and it carries them through the whole week, and then they come back again. And like you right. said, that's not a, an absolute for everybody, but right. you're right. You have to see what works for you. Right. Yeah. And I think that Kundalini Yoga, you know, in, in keeping with what we were talking about, uh, given the assault on a nervous system that's part of most people's everyday life, from the standpoint of balance, let's talk about that for a few moments, to balance out the electronic assault, the electronic connections that most people Oh, that's a very good one, yeah. 
yeah. have. No, that's a big one. This, right. Because this really balances it out. And even for people mm-hmm. who have never taken yoga before, that makes some type of logical sense. Because for every experience, you have to balance it out with something else. Exactly. No, that's a, and the way we'd explain that in Kundalini, and that's a very good thing you brought up, is that these things, as I mentioned earlier, affect our energy, or we'd call it our energy field. And so there are techniques in Kundalini Yoga to make your energy field itself get strong and charged up again because these things can really deplete us. We don't even exactly know what effect they're having on us. Right. So, yeah, so that's right. Absolutely. And one of the things that I've noticed particularly in the last several years as you know, the connection to electronic things. And I I hope I'm not harping too much on that, but I really see a huge difference in the last couple of years. You know, listen, I have an iPhone too. I like it, but I don't sleep with it, you know. Right. (laughs) And, and, but I've noticed that some people are so attached to their phones and I always say, well, maybe I'll get that attached when I can have sex with my phone, but that hasn't happened yet. (laughs) There's not an app for that yet, but I assume it's coming. Uh, Yeah, exactly. uh, you know, but the truth is that so many people have, have just completely gone, I, I call it going over to the other side, where this is so much a part of their life that they're, they're cutting themselves off from a lot of natural things, natural elements, their own just simple joy of, of living, of being. And, oh, you know, you, when... Right. Go, I'm sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I, no, no, I'm just agreeing with you. You're right. Don't you see two people walking down the street with each other, and spend, instead of spending time with each other, they're both like texting, you know, or something. Right, or, <laughs> yeah. or even at dinner, yeah. you see two people having dinner, they're both on their cell phones, you know, yeah. texting yeah. Or, or checking emails. Uh, you know, and of course, for a lot of people, it's necessary to stay in touch in order to live to, in, in terms of what you're doing professionally. But I think that it has really gotten to the point where people have let these devices take over their lives. And one other, th- other thing related to that that I've noticed in, in my dealings with people in the business world and personally as well, I have seen such a huge increase in, in people's dis- distractibility in the last three years. Have you right. noticed that as right. well? Um, yeah, and I think that, again, it's because, I, I mean, I've seen where they've done studies with young kids who think they're they're doing, they're being more effective if they've got, you know, like their computer on and then their their iPad, their, whatever, not iPad, you know, they've got like three mechanical things going on at one time and they think they're being more effective, but what they've studied is that their brain just lights up in a way that, that scientists have never seen before. That does not make them more and that's what more effective. And that's why when you come to, it's interesting, when you come to a Kundalini Yoga class, Yogi Pushman had some really simple things like brain exercises where you move your arms in one direction with your hands one way and then you like go and reverse it. And guess what? It's very confusing because our brains are so synced in to not having to focus on things. You're right, right on. And and I think that um, the other thing is just for people to take time. And, of course, Yoga is yoga, but we're talking about Kundalini this evening. Yes, we so are. to take that time, uh, whether it's an hour class, hour fifteen, hour and a half, or a workshop, to train your mind a different way. And and again, in the beginning, um, in the beginnings of Kundalini Yoga, back in the seventies, they were doing studies and showing that it affected your brain waves 
and it you know in a relaxed manner it uh it helped behaviors such as OCD you know again instead of taking medication i'm not saying people that need medication shouldn't take it but i'm wondering like i think you're alluding to is everyone who's taking medication really needing it or could they well, use these tools well you know tools? I, absolutely now i have my theories on that you could say the prominence of the drug companies pushing this stuff on on doctors and particularly psychiatrists who are so quick oh, yeah. to prescribe this for anything and mm-hmm. you know it's it just seems to be that people want a very quick fix, which is also in keeping with you know the the ethos of our society today. Everything has to be fast or it's discarded. Right. Yeah. Right. right. And even and, the technology, actually, like you said, you've got an iPhone. Yeah. I don't have an iPhone yet. You know, I, I was I resisted mm-hmm. having a cell phone. <laughs> right. Right. Oh. Yeah. You know, I have to admit, I think the iPhone is a, mirac- a miraculous uh, tool. I, I I think it's incredible the technology, and I am on a certain level in awe of the technology. But I don't let it rule my life, and I even have um, times when I go out at night, and God forbid, I don't even bring my cell phone with me. Right. <laughs> it's, right. It's like right. having an evening from 20 years ago when there were no cell phones, you know. And, well, and, you and again, you know, when I started doing this thing up in Maine, it was 1997, okay? We didn't have people even coming with cell phones, and we're establishing a retreat here in, in, in this, you know, tiny little New England town where we are, and, and we want people to be quiet and stuff. So now we have people coming saying, do you have Wi-Fi? Or they don't even need their Wi-Fi because they're bringing... Right, and, and it's fine if they need to check in for their jobs and things, but... It's a choice when someone's on retreat to try to minimize that. And some people can't imagine it. Yeah. That's true. And, you know, I I hope that the people listening don't feel that we're being judgmental here. It's just our opinions as to some of the effects of technology. Technology is obviously great and provides a great deal of freedom, too, when it's used in a certain manner. But increasingly, I think we're seeing some of the negative side effects of too much technology, too much exposure to electronics. And that's why I had you on. That's why I wanted so much to have you on as a guest, because if there is anything that is an antidote to the electronic assault that most people face every day, Kundalini Yoga is it. Yes, and again, remember we were talking earlier today, and I said to you, Robert, and you were like, oh, yeah, that's amazing. Yogi Bhajan was talking to us about this for years. He said the information age is coming. You're going to be on overload. You're going to have so much information coming in that it's it's just you're going to some people are going to go really over the top mentally with their nervous systems and whacking out, and that is, I think, kind of what's going on with people. And I think, I think that again, is exactly like you said, not to be judgmental, but like you said, some people are mm-hmm. so attached to this this stuff it's not it doesn't seem too helpful i i totally agree so let's focus in the remaining time that we have donna if you will on some of the specific things that people might have a reasonable expectation of experiencing um if they start taking kundalini yoga what are some other benefits of, of kundalini yoga that you've noticed well i've had students tell me that it helps them sleep so sometimes if people have problems sleeping, it can help them sleep. Um, I also have had people tell them that it gets more in touch with themselves. One thing about Kundalini Yoga is that our eyes are closed, so it's it's a more inner focus mentally and physically. And I had a recently in New York before I uh, came up here to Maine for this season up here, had a young woman come up to me after class, and she said, 
you know, thank you so much. I now know that I have a voice inside myself and that I can trust myself. And, I mean, all huh. sorts of things, benefits That's can amazing. come out of... Yeah, all sorts That's of really benefits amazing. can come... Right? I, I think it is, too, and you have no idea when you share this technology, and it really is a technology. Yogi Bhajan called it an art and a science. Um, but it's not an electronic that, technology. <laughs> no, it's not an electronic <laughs> thank, thank technology. Thank God for that. <laughs> no. But there, so there's lots of benefits, and again, you know what? Each individual's body and mind is so complicated that what mm-hmm. benefits one person in one way will be different for the next one. But I would say balancing people's energy strengthening their nervous system, helping the energy to flow. If they're a nervous person, helping them to maybe use that nervous energy in a more directed way. I'm a high-energy person, so I can relate to that. If you're kind of a couch potato, making you feel more alive, because Kundalini Yoga definitely makes you feel more alive. Yeah. And I think that that what may also happen after, you know, somebody starts taking Kundalini Yoga for a period of time is that once they could start calming down, in my opinion, that's when the real fun begins because mm-hmm. I think Kundalini Yoga has this magical quality that can open you up to really the energy of your unlimited self mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and your higher consciousness. You know, I'm, I hope I don't sound too yeah. too new agey here, but I really believe it's true. And you you sense things about yourself, about your future, what you should be doing. You know, pretty much the propriety of every action you get like a different prism to evaluate what's going on in your life because you're so much calmer, you know, you're so much more centered, and that's when the fun really begins. Yeah, and I think when you take on challenges and things that you might be afraid to do, uh, that it kind of gives you some courage. And Yogi Bhajan used words like courage and caliber and commitment a lot. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I have a chapter in my book which I I call The Source, which the way I define The Source is it's a place you can go to where all the knowledge and information that ever existed in the universe is there and you can tap into it. And I show people and I describe how you can get to that place. And if there was ever a technique that helped you get to that place where all the information that you need is available, Kundalini Yoga is that method. Yeah, and Yogi Bhajan said that very succinctly, too. He he reminded us over and over again that we are finite beings, but we are connected to the infinite. And I think that's basically Absolutely. what you're saying about source. And so, I mean, even like what my husband and I are doing here, when we started doing this up in Maine, first of all, yoga retreats have exploded. There are so many more of them than when I started this. But I really? alluded to it. Oh, yeah. But I've alluded to it a little bit with you that, like, it's kind of like we're it's it's the right people come that are supposed to come and to get what they're supposed to get from this experience and I really make an effort to do it applying the principles of this practice that I learned and and as best mm-hmm. I humanly can because it really is a, it's like a lifestyle and um it really just it's almost beyond words how it can help you because everyone has challenges. Your challenges don't Absolutely. stop because you've got good you know, in your life. No. It's it's more and like how to handle no, them in a way. Right. That, yeah. It's uh, like you and said, kind of the fun begins. Um it's right. it's a very it's a fun inter- it makes the yeah. makes the journey pretty interesting. Mhm. 
And, yeah. you know, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, it is a journey for everybody, and everybody is in a different place. And, you know, I think the, I think the challenge for, for many of us is to ex- accept the people in our lives for exactly who they are right now. And, yes. you know, I think that that's the cause of a lot of personal conflicts in the world where people don't want to accept somebody for exactly who they are right now. Yes. And, and again, I, I said there's a lot of Yogi Bhajanisms, and he used to say, and I'll use source because um, some people don't like the G word, but he, he would say, like, if you don't see that in all, then you don't see it at all. In other words, for the people that you see differences and you're like, oh, they, this, that, I always try to do that, too, when I have conflict with someone, and we all do, kind of like, what is that reflecting to me, or what is it for me to learn? And this comes from the Kundalini Yoga practice. I mean, it's not just going in there and doing a bunch of exercises. It's really how do you live your life totally and letting the depth of this experience, this practice, translate into everything, your relationships. They have courses in Kundalini Yoga called Conscious Communication. So it really does carry over into so many areas of our life, personally and professionally. Right. I'm reluctant to say that we only have about five or six minutes left to this show, (laughs) but (laughs) the time has just flown, and there's so much that I want to discuss with you, Donna, but in in the few remaining minutes, can you tell us a little about the experience that you've created with with your husband up in Maine? Um, Okay, I'll I'll do my best to do that. In in 1997, my um, great-grandfather's homestead, which is interesting because it's got a history or legacy of healing, and that's a connection with Theodore Roosevelt, my great-grandfather, who was a nature guide. Um, It went on the market, and it had never been outside our family, so I purchased it. And at that time, um, Kent and I were not together, but I always say, as I say in Kundalini, by the grace of the guru, (laughs) my husband came (laughs) along a few years after I purchased it. And I started the retreat by myself. And then also, like you said, technology. My goodness, that's a godsend because we had a website as of 99. And um, my husband and I have really developed a very, um, people say they feel like they're in a family when they come here, and Uh it is an intimate setting, so it's not like an institution, and yet you have a private room, and we have restored this beautiful um, homestead, and it's in Maine, which is nearby a lake, and other beautiful natural natural places, like the picture you put on. I'm on one of the local hikes, and they're just it's just a pristine, beautiful place. And I really believe that the nature is extremely healing, as it was for Theodore Roosevelt oh, when he came here absolutely. because he had asthma. Absolutely. Yeah, we serve really healthy, healing food, and just a holistic lifestyle without proselytizing. We just share, as as people say, they said it's like we're coming in and just sharing the way you live with you, and we offer yoga. Twice Twice a day, meditation, and um, we ease people into Kundalini. But as I was saying to you also earlier, we turn a lot of people on to Kundalini who've never done it before. Some have gone on to become Kundalini Yoga teachers. Others have gone wow. on to in, in, you know, look for it in their home when they go home or engage it in their practice at home. And we also have a couple of DVDs that we produce, and people sometimes take those home. So we are all about sharing the healing practice of kundalini yoga in this environment and then we offer a hatha class in the morning so that people who um, don't only do kundalini will be enticed to come here and they are and then they get to experience this healing form of yoga we just had a girl leave today um, who'd never chanted before and had some issues she shared because it's that kind of place where people generally feel safe to open up and she said wow the chanting just really took me into a place I've, i've never been before and it's all about energy, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's what she meant. It really took her into a place where she said she felt like um, more self-esteem. I mean, these things are kind of hard to put into words because it's the person's that's experience. Right. And it's amazing, mm-hmm. as you know, because you practice this form of yoga, the experiences that you can have by practicing Kundalini Yoga. Right. And what's the best way for people to reach you? Would it be the website? There's contact information on... Uh, yeah, all our contact information is on the website, and um, that's Thulhouse, S-E-W-A-L-L, house.com, or if they Googled Maine Yoga Retreats or Yoga Retreats, but especially Maine Yoga Retreats or New England Yoga Retreats, they would definitely find us. Um, yeah, we've got reviews and testimonials and TripAdvisor and press and everything there they need to know. Well, that's fantastic. I can't believe yeah, well, we're coming to you. the end of the show. Uh, we have about <laughs> 90 seconds left. <laughs> and, oh, um, well, I will say such a pleasure. to you. <laughs> oh, thank you, and right back at you. Uh, it's such a pleasure <laughs> to speak with you. And I, when you told me how you spent your day going down to this isolated cabin on your property, I thought, wow, that's got to be so incredibly beautiful up there. Uh, this time of the year, so I, I'm sure it's it's such a, a privilege, such a privilege to uh, to to run that 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 house with all its history and with what you're trying to do, which I think is to help people and enjoy life. Which I think in the year 2011 is saying a lot. If you're in that place in your life where you're enjoying your life and helping people, it doesn't get much better than that. Thank you, Robert. I think I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, thank I really you do. So Maybe much. we'll get you up here and take you on a hike sometime. <laughs> oh, it would be my pleasure to come up there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and see if I can do it. I would absolutely love to come up there. And um, please give my best, uh, best to your husband. And um, oh, thank you. And to our listeners, thanks for joining us at Monergy Life. And, uh, Donna, it's a pleasure, and I hope to see you soon. Thank you, Robert. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.